Okay, welcome to episode five of Jump Off a Cliff podcast. I'm Michelle with Oni Media Group. And I'm Cassidy with Morgan Venture Realty. I think there's been some changes in the market lately for real estate. Um, I haven't heard much, so that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with real estate the last couple of months, we went from last year where we had 2 to 3% interest rates, and now we're upping to close to 7%, 65 7%. How are the prices on housing? So, prices have kind of been moderating. We've seen a lot more price reductions. Really? And so, a lot of first-time buyers, they're excited now because they're getting closing costs covered by the sellers, and pricing reductions are happening a lot more. Sellers are more willing to work with you. You're not getting multiple offers on each property. Do you but, see Do you see most of them, some of them now are starting to pay for like closing costs and stuff? Right? Yeah, majority of my transactions right now, the seller is paying some sort of um, closing costs for my buyers. I know when Will yeah. and I bought our places, the both the sellers paid for our closing costs and it was really nice. And then when we were searching recently to buy a new property, we're like, oh, they're not going to do that? That's that's not so good. Yeah, <laughs> I um, the first house that I ever bought, I use a zero down loan and then I also had the seller pay my closing costs and that was so helpful for a first time buyer I mean we don't yeah I mean it's like we don't have cash that much cash up front yeah. to just give away you when know? you're yeah 19 to early 20s you don't really have hundreds of thousands of <laughs> you know just laying in the bank <laughs> yeah no not at all I um that's it's kind of disappointing to see that the interest rates are going up I mean I was I I'd be fine with paying a higher priced home with the lower interest rate because, you know, it's Yeah, with the lower or the higher interest rates where, you know, the feds are upping the interest rates to fight inflation and and that type of thing. So I think with the rising interest rates we're gonna see a lot of for some home buyers and a lot of people in general just can't afford the same house anymore because mm-hmm. the interest rates pretty much doubled. Right. And or more than doubled. And so they get kind of scared off and they don't want to proceed in buying a house. And so we've seen a little bit of a slowdown. There's not that buyer frenzy that we had a few months ago. Right. And so I think if you're educating your clients and, you know, they can always buy the house if they can get a good deal of, you know, get a little bit off list price and then have your seller pay your closing costs. And then if you're able to have um, your seller... um, help out with that I think and then refinance once interest rates go down I think that's you know a pretty good deal for buyers right now so what are you telling sellers right now with high interest rates so if sellers they um kind of put up the expectation that their house isn't going to sell in a couple days Mm -hmm. like it might have you know last year and then also we're focusing a lot more on you know making sure that there's um staging the house and Mm. you're putting a lot more energy into videos and um, drone photos and not that we didn't already that's pretty standard in all of our listings but nowadays where you really have to make sure that you're showcasing the house the best way possible because they're you know 
by our friends he's not there anymore so yeah I mean I, I'll go on I mean just because I <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched the SNL like Zillow porn like, oh, skin no. <laughs> I'm like one of those where I just like will not stop like looking up on Zillow oh yeah and I'm like oh gosh that'd be so nice to live in that house when I have no no intention yeah. on buying yeah. that house <laughs> I can't stop looking at Zillow um but yeah I definitely like when I look on a listing and I see that the broker didn't pay any sort of attention to like doing like good marketing or like any mm-hmm. drone photos or any pictures of the inside I'm like what what are they thinking is gonna happen yeah exactly <laughs> and it's so important like no matter what market you're in it's really important to have that for your sellers to have professional photos and videos and to make sure that's always there it's a standard but especially in this market you have to make sure it looks amazing yeah do you think it's a good time to sell right now or would you advise people to hold off you know for something later in the future I think it's a good time to sell right now. It's still, it is still kind of a seller's market. It's mm-hmm. kind of edging more towards a buyer's market mm-hmm. with, you know, the rising interest rates and everything. But I think we're going to see a little bit higher of interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, you think they're going to continue to go up? I think up. they're going to continue to go up a little bit. So I think it's better to put your house on the market. If you're wanting to sell, it's better to do it now rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, we might see, you know, first or second quarter next year, um, some people are thinking that interest rates might come down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, if they come down to like 5% or so, I feel like we're going to see another frenzy, maybe, yeah. you know. But that's all speculative. We don't know for sure. What's I've had happen. friends that are like, I'm going to wait to buy because, you know, supposedly next year the housing rates are going to go way down. And I'm like, homes, I don't think that's ever happened unless there's been home, like a yeah, market homes, crash. Homes are still appreciating. <laughs> yeah. It's just not as fast. And so... Yeah. I probably wouldn't advise to wait to buy a house, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, buying a house, it's always depending on your own situation, it's not, sure, you can't wait for the market to do something else, you'll never buy it, it's better to buy it now than five years from now and spend that five years renting, right. I mean, whatever you do, don't rent. <laughs> don't just, do it. Don't rent. That's don't waste your money. <laughs> I know it's cliche and every single real estate broker says it, but it really is zero or 100% interest when you're renting. <laughs> yeah. And there's some people that like have no interest in ever buying property and they're like, I really just like my, yeah. you know, my maintenance to be handled by a landlord. And that's totally fine. But if you're yeah. really trying to focus on like, how do I retire and what is my real estate doing for me and, you know, that type of thing, it's so good to like own your own so that you could do that. And real estate is like the quickest way to build wealth. Like that's, yeah. especially as a young person, that's the it quickest is. way to, yeah. you know, make money and on appreciation and paying down your mortgage and, you know. Oh yeah. It's, it's really incredible. I'm, and I don't ever want to stop. <laughs> yeah. That's what, like, I keep telling my husband, like, we're never selling our properties. We're just going to keep them. It's like, we're, you know? we're like those people that, like, once you get a tattoo, you can't stop getting tattoos. Yeah. But once you, like, buy a house, <laughs> you're like, I want more. Yes. <laughs> so I think um, in this episode, uh, just as business owners between you and me, uh, one thing that I am guilty of, I don't know if you're guilty of as well, is self-sabotaging. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, whether it be, you know, deciding to sleep in one day or procrastinating on, you know, getting a certain job done within your business, maintaining your business, maybe not calling clients back as fast as you could, I guess. There's some, probably sometimes, you know, where you're feeling a little bit burnt out and it's like, 
it's kind of a really hard challenge. And you think mm-hmm. when you start a business, you're like, oh, great, I'm going to do the best I can and blah, blah, blah. And you're really inspired. And then all of a sudden, sometimes these things happen where we, we feel, feel a little bit burnt out. You kind of go through these waves of you're super excited about everything that you are wanting to get up at five in the morning, get there and work until like 11 o'clock at night. And then you keep doing that and you almost burn yourself out. Then you're like, do I even want to go into work today? And there's no one above you to tell you what to do and to have your own. Yeah. It's, it's hard sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. You, um, it's, it's hard to make yourself accountable. You can make other people accountable for working for you and stuff, but like, for yourself, you're like, okay, I really need to, like, discipline Michelle today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, waking up early is detrimental to business owners. You you cannot sleep in during the day. It's There's no... I've learned, you know, I've tried it. I'm like, cool, you know, I'm starting out and maybe get to sleep in a little bit to 7 or 8 and, you mm-hmm. know, then start my day. But then it's almost 12 p.m. and I'm almost just getting started with my day and it just goes so fast and I get barely anything done. The only thing that's helped me is really just waking up as early as I can, waking up at 4.30, that way I can get all of my activities done during the day, I can work out, Mm -hmm. I can go home and I can make myself a healthy breakfast instead of just cramming coffee (laughs) (laughs) for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I've been guilty of that, just eating nothing all day and just having coffee. Yeah, it's, it's important too for me, like, if I get up early, then I can kind of start getting stuff done before I keep getting calls and from clients and, you know, other brokers needing help and, which is great. But if you're up at seven or eight, that's when people kind of start calling you. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of productivity going on. I mean, that means you're just working in the business and not, you know, towards the business, which is totally different. The three extra hours is really meaningful and that three extra hours is really, really productive. And I don't see how people could continue to do a business without giving up early. It's been hard for me because I'm not a morning person. Me neither. I never have been. (laughs) And last few years like with real estate I've had to be kind of a morning person mm-hmm. and then it's kind of nice though because once you kind of get in the routine you're you can be done by like two or three because you have everything done yeah you know? definitely and you're not like oh my gosh it's almost five and I haven't gotten anything done today yeah. you know it's just yeah. that that's that concern's not there I just feel so much more relaxed and accomplished at the end of the day knowing that I got up early got the things that I wanted to get done and then I can even build a plan for next day. So it just it just trickles down to like how to be a little bit more organized with yourself and and it's not just necessarily the work. I mean, when I get up early, I'm able to make myself like a healthy breakfast. I can go exercise, so I'm also mm-hmm. maintaining my health, you and your know, energy levels. And my energy levels. That's what's hard for me sometimes is sometimes when I am not doing those things in the morning, I get my stress levels mm-hmm. get a lot higher and it's a lot harder to go about my day because I'm stressed out and I don't feel healthy I don't feel like I have energy and if you don't have your health then everything else in your business kind of dwindles you know if you don't have your health if you don't have energy that totally plays in part of why you're feeling burnt out and exhausted Mm -hmm. and tired and it's just like it doesn't it doesn't help you especially like I even if you say like it doesn't matter but like you're um personality and your mindset really plays off everyone else around you too so Mm -hmm. if you're in a bad mood and you're sluggish and tired and everyone around you can see that and so it's yeah it's not the best um 
situation to be in. You don't work by yourself. You're working with people and you're trying to maintain a good morale with all of these people and trying to keep their spirits lifted as much. You're supposed to, you know, represent your business and and Mm -hmm. people are supposed to, you know, be along with that. And you have to be like on your best (laughs) to be able to, to at least like uh, express that energy throughout all of your other, you know, employees and stuff and your clients. I mean, with your clients, they, they read into your, yeah, you know, feelings too. If you're like a monotone and boring to talk to, people are like, oh, I'm going to go find someone else to talk yeah. to. <laughs> uh, you don't really seem that passionate about doing any projects for me. I'll find and somebody sometimes else. <laughs> when you're burned out, it's hard to like put on that show. Like you are like super passionate, like because I'm super passionate about my job, but, like, when I'm tired, it's hard to, like, kind of play up and, you know. It is hard, and it's, yeah. and, um, and I just, I feel like I have more of, like, a cleared headspace to be able to, like, use, <clears throat> like, my creative energy and be passionate towards the projects when I get more rest and when I focus on my health. So mm-hmm. I'm always, and every time I'm, like, in bed being like, no, today's the day I could sleep, and I'm like, don't do it! <laughs> Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's funny, too. One thing I've learned, too, is it's important to take breaks because mm-hmm. I would get to a point where I wouldn't go on vacations because I'm too scared to, like, leave my phone for an hour. Right. Or, like, I wouldn't want to take any time off. I'd be working the weekends. And if real estate, most of the time you are working the weekends. But, like, I wouldn't have a day just to do what I want to do. And I thought that was, like, what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. as a business owner, but it's so important to, like, take those days off and kind of rejuvenate and come back better because yeah. if you just keep running yourself, you know, ragged and you're so, like, just burned out, you're not helping yourself at all. Yeah, it's all all about organizing your day. I know that you mentioned, like, before we started, you're starting to try to do time blocking. Yeah. Um how, like, tell me about that. How's that working out for you? What is so, it? time blocking is where you kind of, I mean, it's pretty self-explaining, but so in the morning, like, I'll block out, like, you know, wake up five to six, work out six to seven, get ready, be at the office by eight thirty-nine, and then call, um, like, lead ge- generate and call my um, sphere of influence and then make phone calls, make emails, and then the next time block would be like for appointments and that type of thing and do you like write it out write the blocks out yeah or do you? I oh, have like okay. a schedule that I write off but for me I hate routines mm-hmm. I hate doing the same thing every day so it's been really hard for me to like um really get in that routine and stick to it and so that's been kind of my goal especially going into next year is just to kind of keep that as that's what's happening every day and don't stray from it. <laughs> right. I wonder, I think it's, I don't know who's told me it. Maybe it was my sister-in-law, but she like, somebody said that it's like takes 21 days to stay into a habit. So doing something mm-hmm. for like 21 days straight, 21 days straight will make it to where you will, it won't be a problem anymore. You can stick yeah. to a routine. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I'm trying to do like the 4am waking up at 4am and you know, doing this. And I, I think I'm at like day I don't know, but I need to do better. <laughs> well, it's hard, too, because you're probably like me, where I like staying up late. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of, like, my downtime. Yeah. And... I'm a night owl. Yeah. I can stay up until, like, 2 or 3 and be, like, mm-hmm. totally awake, but, like... 
Except for lately, I've been turning into kind of a, a grandma because I'm like, nine o'clock rolls around and I'm like, oh man, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, when I stay up early, I start crashing at seven and I'm like, oh yeah. gosh, is my day over yet? I need to go to bed. <laughs> That's what me and my husband were laughing because um, he got invited out to go out with his friends like a few weeks ago and um, they were all out, staying out until like one o'clock in the morning and he comes rolling back in at 8 30 because he's yeah. tired and wants to go to bed <laughs> oh my gosh yep I get that yeah. I um my husband works graveyard so it's hard when I see him on the weekends he's like stay up stay up stay up yeah. and I'm like okay and then like Monday <laughs> comes around and I'm like oh my lord why did I do that <laughs> it's hard to like put yourself in those routines but it's it's essential though I mean I I know the more that I work the more I'm like yeah I I can't knock it up at like four or five, you know, just to get things started. And um, the people that I work with, I'm always like trying to stay as like very like attentive and like, you know, happy and positive because these positive energies that I'm like, you know, trying to like bring about in the workplace, it's totally helps. Um, at least the people that I've worked with, sometimes they feel down videographers, you know, freelance videographers, mm -hmm. they, they have the same issues, you know, they're trying to, um, you know, get work and they're trying to like stay mm -hmm. um you know inspired and so I like want to help them with that too so I'm constantly like yeah no you're fine let's do this let's start this cool project what yeah. do you think I want to hear about your opinions I'm constantly getting them involved with a lot of projects that I I want them to work on that I know would um serve their creative interests so that they continue to stay inspired I really like enjoying that that's what it's been kind of with our brokerage is a lot of agents are slowing down right now just because the market is changing and things are not the last couple of years have been so crazy with everything that mm -hmm. it was such a frenzy that now people are going to have to go out and prospect a lot more and yeah. really just go out there and make stuff happen without mm -hmm. things just falling in their lap and so and you should be doing that anytime, but even when you're super busy, though, that's kind of like the last thing from your mind when you're having all these deals going on is to go prospect for more when things slow down. Yeah, that's, and it's actually, like, really neat that you're, you know, you're, uh, like, advising them to do that because it's helping them be more, like, self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. And in the end, they're probably going to get more leads by doing that versus just letting them fall into their lap. Well, that's one thing I've noticed with brokerages, like, it's really important to make sure that you're supplying your brokers with leads or ways to get leads. But if you're teaching them how to get their own leads, it's so much better for them because mm -hmm. you can teach a man to fish, but, you know, right. like, <laughs> but if, you know, you can well, that's, get... And that's truly self serving your employees in the best way that they can because if, if they decide whether, I doubt they're going to, but if they decide to move on to another brokerage, they're not reliant on that brokerage. They're, they can rely on themselves. So you're really yeah. helping the individuals really figure out how to be better agents themselves instead of just being a, you know, sign up for yeah. <laughs> free leads from, yeah. or not necessarily free And that's leads, like but. from my own personal experience because I was in a place where I was getting a lot of leads and, you know, it's really important to be working my own um, system so yeah. I can go off and do my own thing and not worry about it. Definitely. I mean, it wouldn't matter if for some reason a company closed one day, you'd be able to, yeah. you know, serve yourself, which is good. It's all business, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I am... Um, 
I think that, like, keeping at least the people that I work with, like, happy and energized yeah. and I'm always checking in with them and making sure that I'm evaluating like how mm-hmm. how how are you working like how do you like working with me is there anything that you want to improve on is there anything we need to talk about I'm constantly trying to be like are you good yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and they're always like yeah I'm great blah 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 or they'll like say you know I think we could start um you know implementing this idea into our new projects and stuff and I I, I absolutely love, like, opinions from the people that I work with because I'm like, oh, my Me gosh, too. absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't have the capacity to think about every single thing of every day, I, you it's know? It's also really fun because I know, like, we have weekly meetings with our team and um, at the end of the meeting we always ask, like, what they need help on or anything like that, if they have any ideas. And when we get all get together and everyone has different ideas of what to do, like, even if it's, like, something small, like an event coming up, like, mm-hmm. we sit at our trick-or-treating event and stuff like that and... It's really fun to see all the creative ideas and, like, I've even had a lead generate and yeah. everyone has a different idea. So it's really important to not think you that you know it all. <laughs> Definitely. Ask. I We just started doing um, wedding video and we're creating our program and stuff to, before we launch. And mm-hmm. um, I never, I was just like, yeah, we're going to give them, like, a thumb drive or a Google Drive link, you know, to whatever videos they want. And then um, uh, my Nikki, the one that I'm doing the videography with, she was mm-hmm. like, well, there's these photo albums that aren't photo albums. They're actually video albums oh, where you can, like, those. turn the yeah. page. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she, I'm like, let's do that. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. And so, but I would have never thought of ideas like that if I didn't, like, brainstorm with mm-hmm. somebody else. So uh, I, I don't understand people who are, like, the, those types of bosses. Everybody's worked for a type of boss that, like, will yeah. not hear input. Yeah. And I don't understand how those people are are still in business. <laughs> well, like, like, I think I was telling you before, like, one time I was working for someone that told me that social media was a waste of time. I'm like, seriously, that's how I get most of my leads. <laughs> You're like, listen you know? to me, I'm giving you good advice. <laughs> social media is the way. It's the way, yeah. I, um, I, and I, I also know that, you know, I'm, almost 30 and the people that I work with seem to be younger just because I, and I, and I kind of choose, I choose it. I, I'm not like age. Um, I don't know what you call it. Like an, I'm not an ageist at all, but yeah. I do. I'm always searching for people that are really um, involved with figuring out the new trends in technology, mm-hmm. figuring out people, you know, that want to um, educate me on like different types mm-hmm. of camera styles and what's what's new in the industry. And so generally these are like students that I really like working with. Um, yeah. And they're so smart. Mm-hmm. And I and I like listen to them and I hear all their new ideas and I'm like, I cannot believe that you're telling me this because three years ago this didn't exist. Yeah. And when I was in college and when I was learning about all this stuff, it did not exist. <laughs> and so I'm constantly like totally um, – thankful towards all of these new people providing me their input because I can totally create a better product based on what they want to advise me on. Well, I feel like for video, it's so important to have, like, vertical video. Like, that's, like, the new thing, like, TikTok and real Instagram reels. Yeah, Yeah, what is this that... (laughs) But I I don't know, but I'm I'm probably going to go, like, over, like, some listeners' heads, but, like, you know, the (laughs) 1920 by, like, 1080 resolution really isn't a thing anymore. It's just Facebook and YouTube, and it's, like, also not as necessary. And And even, like, YouTube and Facebook, they have shorts. They have shorts. They have, you know, the stories. I mean, it is, like, really? Do we still need it? I don't know. Yeah, we all have, like, an ex... No one has an attention span anymore, so you can't do a 30-minute long... 
video anymore. <laughs> right. And I, um, I, I've noticed that with my clients, I'm exporting a lot more towards like social media sizes versus just like the standard mm-hmm. HD. And I'm yeah. like, mm, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting. And, but it's, those videos are more fun to make for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're fun to make, but they're, and they're yeah. really effective. I mean, you could think that you're going to be making like a social media video just for fun, but one of my clients reached out to me a couple weeks ago and they were like, you know, we've been posting all this Instagram content. I just got a $30,000 lead, commission lead on wow. like one of the videos that we did. And I'm like, oh, that's great to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. And it's, and it's true. I mean, if I was looking for a real estate agent, like let's say in another state, like if I was mm-hmm. going to look for a real estate agent in Washington, how would I even like look them up? Yeah. I'd have to see somebody that's active online in order for me to choose them. I wouldn't choose a broker that's not active online because I wouldn't be able to see them. And you, and you get, like you said, you get to know them and you can hear them talk and, yeah. you know, they'll usually they'll give advice on videos or, you know. And How do you find the expert in, you mm-hmm. know, Washington or Texas? You go online yeah. and look them up. That's it. Like, especially when I have clients moving out of state and they want me to help them find a broker and mm-hmm. I'm interviewing brokers and stuff. Like, that's where I look first to see how active they are and how many reviews they have on Google and Zillow. And yeah. Well, it means, too, and it means, too, that they're they're also staying up to date with what they need to stay up to date on because they're involved with the up to date technology. Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's actually like a huge sense of credibility to see these agents that are using technology because they it means that they're putting effort into learning new things and that could even reflect on to them knowing the law better than maybe some other agents yeah they're constantly changing and even next year like our forms are changing um, really oh yeah. bummer <laughs> yeah we're, well we're actually having a real estate it's weird because we have the oregon real estate forms and then we're gonna um, also be having real estate um the Oregon real estate agency is creating their own forms. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be another change. But it's real estate is ever changing. I think sure. most business industries are always changing. And so if you're not even more now with technology, but. I'll never forget, I went to a fair housing class just because I wanted to learn more to make sure that I'm following the law for my tenants. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I took a fair housing class and it was kind of full of a bunch of agents and um, local real estate agents. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think Cindy went to the class with me, but she probably, and I, she I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you were there, but no. was Cindy and I, when we went there and I'll never forget somebody like raising their hand and they're like, yeah, um, I don't really feel like it's discriminatory to say no to a handicapped person on a second story. I should be allowed to rent out or I shouldn't be allowed to rent out a second story. I should tell them that they need to rent out a bottom floor because they're handicapped and I like yeah. I looked at Cindy and I'm like they can't do that yeah but they can't do that and uh yeah the people at um for housing they're like yeah you definitely cannot steer yeah. some yeah. disabled person into choosing a, a specific home you have to make um was it called reasonable accommodations for these people yeah and uh and <laughs> it's all an elevator <laughs> yeah something, something you gotta figure it out if they want it but I uh I'll never forget being like, wow, I, like, know that agent. They've been in this valley for so many years, and I'm surprised that they didn't know that. And it, like, scares me that so many um, agents, like, don't know the law or they are so stuck in the old ways that they kind of, like, want to manipulate the new law to, like, for that, you know? It's crazy to me because I feel like the barrier to entry to real estate is too low Mm -hmm. because you can get your real estate license and be totally licensed and able to buy or sell real estate for someone. But unless you're under a brokerage that they're really going to take you under their wing and show you how to 
execute a contract and really go over the laws and really tell mm-hmm. you like um, how to you know stay relevant and also you know do well for your clients it's really hard to find that yeah so it's really hard and then and it's I'm just like I was in I remember taking that class and being like walking away with Cindy I'm like oh there's a lot of people that don't know yeah and I and I'm not even a real estate agent and I'm just like a you know like this kind of property manager thing and I'm like and I and I'm like how do I know more than them and I do not look up anything (laughs) it's I feel like there should be some kind of like apprenticeship yeah, yeah, there should be. There really should be. And and yeah. I don't know, are you guys required to take a certain amount of classes every year or something? That should be There some... is continuing education. You have to renew your license. To stuff. renew your I- yeah. license? Is, mm-hmm. Do you have to renew your license every year? Uh, yes. Okay, so, well, that's good. Or every two years. It's different. Like, when you first got into real estate, you have a year to renew, and then uh-huh. it changes every And then, like, after that, it's two years and and so on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the continuing education seems like a really good idea, especially to educate real estate agents on what's happened. Yeah, there's a lot of classes that, you know, um, title companies will put on for continuing education, and I just went to a few that were really awesome. They're about zoning and, you know. Oh, very cool. It's really helpful to, to continue to... Sometimes when you get so busy in real estate, you don't think about taking classes, but mm-hmm. I think that was, you know, a pretty big downfall to not go take those classes, especially when they're free. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I'm involved with the ladies in real estate chapter here, and um, they always every month bring in a new speaker, and it's mm-hmm. and it's really educational, and it's free right now, thank goodness. I yeah. mean, I'm sure they'll start charging eventually yeah. when they realize <laughs> that they should be. <laughs> I'm like, please, if you're listening to this podcast, please don't charge us now. <laughs> you know? But I really, I really, really liked um, going to their courses because... Um, I, I remember like signing up and they're like, okay, well, how many properties do you own? And like the person next to me is like 300. And I'm like, oh, I am so out of my scope here. But they <laughs> yeah. totally made me feel welcome. And like, they're like, oh, this is perfect. You're starting out with this many properties at such a young age. You are going to get there. This yeah. is so good for you. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're keeping me inspired. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get from, you know, two to 300, but one day. <laughs> do you ever feel like for me, being 25, I constantly compare myself to people that are, like, 50 or 60, <laughs> that are twice my age, and I'm like, man, I need to be there. But I'm like, wait, they've had 25 more years I know. to get to where they're at, <laughs> and I constantly compare myself to them, and then I get super down on myself, because I'm like, I'm not doing as well as them, but they're, like, twice my age, and I so, know. like, I need to stop it, because... You know, they're doing great for them, but then it's like, I have time to get there, too. I get, like, I see people where they're like, yeah, I've got, like, you know, 10, 15 properties, and I'm like, how did you even get there? And they're like, oh, you know, a couple years ago, and then 10 years before that, and then I'm like, wait, I didn't even have that time yet. Yeah. 10 years ago, I was, like, (laughs) I was 20. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's not that, that's still pretty old enough. (laughs) At least, every time I say that now, I'm like, wow, I guess I am getting older, because that doesn't seem that young. (laughs) I saw this thing on... Uh, Facebook the other day. I think I even posted a video about it. It's like, man, if I would have bought more properties back in like 2008, 2009, I would have been set. But I was like, what, eighth grade? Like, true. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was in middle school. I was like, oh no, I would have been like in ninth grade, I think. So, oh no, I would have been. What, what was that, 2008, 2009? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It would have been, like, in eighth grade. And uh, that would have been nice. Yeah, I could have... I should yeah. have just bought a whole bunch of properties yeah. when I was <laughs> 12 or whatever. <laughs> but oh, I, yeah. 
I think it's hard sometimes, especially when you're in this kind of business of like real estate, it's usually people that you're surrounding yourself with are a little bit older than you. And so you are own you're always comparing yourself to everyone else. But, yeah, and they yeah. and you know a lot of them do have a lot of good advice to give you and you know how to yeah. not mess up on this. And I'm always open to hearing how people have done what they've done. I know that um, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't hear from experienced people on on what they did. Of course, you know. Yeah. So it's it's so valuable. I mean, I am such an open minded person. If if yeah. anything, I take too much advice from people. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm the same way. Like I always want to have some kind of mentor because I'm like, as soon as you think that you know it all you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I cannot pretend like I know it all. I constantly <laughs> am in need of help. <laughs> I'm like, everything is new for me. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, if I act like I know it all, then I'm just doing myself a disservice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's true. It's true. So, well, cool. I think it's, like, really important to stay on track as a business owner, getting up early, making sure that you're accountable, keeping morale up with your the people that you work with as well as yourself or your clients. And um, I want to continue getting up at 4 a.m. and doing that. So that's just my Maybe you should goals. call me every morning at 4 and make sure I'm up. Are you awake, Cassidy? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I think this is all the time that we have for the show. And I hope you guys are getting up early and enjoying your day and being as productive as we want to be (laughs) and jump off the cliff jump off the (laughs) cliff we'll talk to you guys later bye bye